Welcome into Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show. So on today's episode, I'm very proud to introduce a conversation I had with just some punkster, a Dead by Daylight content creator I met a few months back. We've had some really fun conversations uh, over content creation and DVDs, stuff like that. And so I invited just some punkster to be on my podcast. And again, if you like this podcast, be sure to like, uh, rate it, comment if you can, uh, if your platform allows it. It really does help with the algorithm. I'd really, really appreciate it. Without any further ado, here's my conversation with Just Some Punkster. All right, welcome in, everybody. So again, just like I said in the intro, I'm very proud to be joined by Just Some Punkster, who is a Dead by Daylight content creator, and her pronouns are she, her, um, is just a wonderful person. It was very inspirational and has a lot to say and uh, just has a lot of fun. Brings a lot of fun energy to the Dead by Daylight community. Uh, Punkster, welcome in. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you could uh, make it to the show and uh, glad we could have this conversation. And um, I'm really excited yeah. to chat with you about whatever comes up. I've got a bunch of questions here for you. and. Yeah, I'm sure I'm other ready. things will come up. <laughs> so, Happy to be here. yeah. So, I was curious about like your background in gaming. Is gaming something you grew up with, or did you? Is it more of a recent thing you've been getting into? I have had like, I kind of have like an interesting background with gaming, only because personally, I never actually really played video games consistently up until I found Dead by Daylight. Okay. Um, but before that, I guess you could say I kind of like the interest came in because I used to watch my dad when I was like, I don't know how old I was like five. I was fairly young. Okay. Um, I used to watch him play the really old Tomb Raider PC games. Oh, no way. Yeah. So we would always that was like our bonding time was he would sit on oh, the computer and he would play no it and way. I would watch him play. Yes. Oh, yeah, so I got into that's amazing. You know, mainly watching video games, which I guess makes sense now that I'm on Twitch and stuff like that. I feel mm -hmm. like it was kind of natural for me to gravitate towards that because I've always enjoyed watching people playing video games. Yeah, but yeah, personally, I didn't really get into gaming up until Dead by Daylight. I played a little bit of uh, Call of Duty Zombies. I like okay. to shoot some zombies, but <laughs> That's outside a good time. of that, oh my gosh, no, that was like my de-stress after work. Like I would come home right and on. I would just play hardcore music and just shoot them yeah. and good times. <laughs> yeah. Right on. It's interesting you mentioned Tomb Raider because I, I had a previous guest on here, Lily Pie 101 and she has like a really fond, she has fond memories of Tomb Raider. She said she would put on... I think she said she would put on her dad's boots and like put shorts on and like run around the house and she would make like Laura Croft noises. She'd be like, Oh yeah, my yeah, God. Ah. Isn't that the cutest thing ever? That is amazing. I love that. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. So Tomb Raider, very strong in our community we're building here at Red Rank Podcast. Yeah. Um, so you started streaming in, what was it, February 2022? Yeah, like like late February 2022, yeah. Yeah, cuz you just had your uh stream anniversary, right? Yeah. Cool. What what got you into it, into streaming? Like was there any series of events that led to to this road? Um I mean, 
I wouldn't say like a series of events, but definitely um, just with my health circumstances, um, I didn't really get the chance to leave the house a lot. Um, right. And just with COVID that happened, I have an autoimmune disease. So I was also just like oh. uncomfortable with going out and like hanging out with people. So mm-hmm. um, I was just like starting to get lonely. And I oh. used to game with one friend in particular who I actually met through Dead by Daylight. And oh, cool. I used to talk about how lonely I was and how like I just miss talking to new people because that's what I loved before I got sick. I love meeting new people. Mm-hmm. And um, he's the one who told me, you know, like, why don't you get into streaming? And I said I had been wanting to, but there was that fear of, well, nobody's going to watch me. And oh, yeah. he told me, um, do it for yourself first. Yeah. And then I did it. And I just did it one day with no webcam or anything at all. Yeah. I just, yeah, I was just playing a random, I think I was going, I think I remember it exactly too. I was playing against Nemesis. Okay. It was the first one I ever did was against Nemesis. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And that's awesome. And you, you've grown a nice community. Uh, I'd say in the year you've been on Twitch and Twitter and I take TikTok. so it's been much amazing. pride in my community. They are like the most wholesome group of people ever. I love them. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, now you mentioned um, that you're more or less like homebound uh, yes. due to illness. Do, do, do you want to talk about that at all? And yeah, of course. What that's, um, what that's been like for you. So, Basically, right before COVID hit, um, my health started to like severely decline to the point mm-hmm. where I couldn't handle working the job that I was working at before. I was actually oh. working at an indoor trampoline park before. Oh, no um, way. Yeah, which I loved it mainly because I love working with kids. So mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. Um, but then, yeah, so I started getting really sick and um, it got to the point where I had to quit. And then COVID hit. And so the first year, it didn't feel as like impactful that I was spending time at home because I was watching everybody else stay at home. So it just felt like I was another normal person. You know, everyone was going through it. Obviously, I had Mm -hmm. my own struggle, but um, we were all going through collectively, like feeling alone and isolated. But Mm -hmm. then when everything started to lift and the restrictions started to lift and I had watched everybody else kind of move on with their lives. That's when it started kind of hitting me like, Oh, like I'm stuck at home by myself. You know, my fiance, um, he had to like work all the time. His parents were working and, um, yeah. So that's when it really started hitting me that I was stuck at home and I had to deal with my health and kind of nothing else. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's got to be tough, and uh, I commend you on all of the progress you made in content creation because it's it's exhausting, right? Like just oh yeah, streaming, editing, you know, hitting go live is like ninety percent of the battle most of the time, right? Like yeah, it's, um, it's got it's got to be tough to just power through, and I see you powering through, and I'm like. Wow, that's amazing, and I'm I'm so proud of you for, you know, powering through and doing Thank what you, you do because you you bring so much great energy to the community. And uh, thank you. You know, in this Dead by Daylight community, we all like to believe where it's all sunshine and rainbows, but yeah, <laughs> you know, we know it's not like that, right? So yeah, for sure. 
And you've actually started a movement uh, I saw on Twitter, hashtag Saved by the Fog. Do you want to talk about Saved by the Fog and what that means to you? So Saved by the Fog is kind of two things um, in particular. Um, The movement on Twitter was kind of just my way of, because let me, let me backtrack here. So basically the reason I even started streaming Dead by Daylight in the first place is because it brought a light into my life when I didn't really have anything else. And every single day I was the most excited to hop on a Dead by Daylight and just like play with random people. And Mm -hmm. there's just so many times where you get a good laugh whether it's just oh, you, yeah. like messing something up or whatever it is. Like I just, I get a good laugh out of it. So mm-hmm. I, for a very long, t- long time saw it, that it saved me because I had nothing. I lost mm-hmm. everything that um, felt part of my identity up until this. So um, I, as I started streaming, uh, a lot of people came forward and said that Dead by Daylight had been doing the same for them, whether it was because they were chronically ill or not. Mm-hmm. So um, on Twitter, you see a lot more complaining about the game than oh, yeah. stuff. Yes, which, you know, yeah. I, it's fair, but it definitely drowns out the positive stuff more. So I felt mm-hmm. like it we could benefit from something like Saved by the Fog, um, where we're showing other people but we're also showing um you know behavior in dead by daylight how much they mean to us and how much they how much positivity they bring into other people's lives Mm -hmm. so that's the hashtag on twitter so basically anybody can tweet it and just share their experience with it Mm -hmm. and then um for streaming uh saved by the fog is a segment that i'm doing on my channel where i'm going to be bringing other uh chronically ill dead by daylight content creators onto my stream to oh, great. help bring awareness to other chronic illnesses and show mm-hmm. Dead by Daylight how much um, the, the fog has helped chronically ill individuals specifically. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really important because invisible illness is something that a lot of people overlook, right? Like I've, I, I've met a number of people who have invisible illnesses that affect them in a way that they're not able to work. Uh, Yes. Maybe not able to stream as often as they like. And um, the, one of the constants they hear is, oh, you don't look sick. You look okay. And that's just, it's so harmful. And you hate to hear that. And uh, It is. Yeah, I've uh, had a few conversations with a friend who who deals with that um, quite frequently. And it's it's really unfortunate. So... I think what you're doing is really great. I think it's a it's a good thing because I I read through some of the tweets uh, on Twitter uh, for hashtag Saved by the Fog, and uh, some people have some really beautiful stories out there. So they do, and it's also nice to just read them and know that like you're not alone in it. Like there's so mm-hmm. many feelings that you might not be going through like the same situation, but you're under understanding the same emotions. And yeah. I think that's a really beautiful thing. And that's the one thing that I love about um, just the internet, like as crappy as it can be sometimes and as negative as it can be. And the, the shitty people that come yeah. about, like there's always just a little bit of light. And if you can hold on to that light, then you can just really, you know, appreciate the internet. And, and it's, Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
I want to backtrack a little bit because I mentioned the video that you created that you posted on Twitter that caught the eye of Dead by Daylight. Now I wrote oh, the yeah. <laughs> I wrote the um, the date down, so it was November twenty first, twenty twenty two. You put together a video talking about how Dead by Daylight changed your life, and you hope you could show uh, other chronically ill people how they can find light in the fog. Now. Even just yeah. talking about it, I'm getting like all choked up over here. And like, that's the thing. When I every time it, I, was I like, talk about this, every time yeah. I talk about this, I get emotional. <laughs> yeah, I I can help help you through it if you want to talk about like. For let's pretend people listen. Some some people listening may not be aware of the video and yeah, what it means to you and of course me and anybody else who's seen it. Yeah. Yeah, so the video that I posted um, was kind of just like, for me, I've always enjoyed, um, whether it's through like written content or visual content, I like expressing my emotions. And I've been like that for a very long time. So for me, it wasn't, I wasn't doing it with the intentions of they're going to see this because my brain was like, there is no way they're going to see this. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm just this. And on top of that, too, like at the time, I didn't have as many TikTok followers as I have now. I didn't really have any Twitter followers. Like I was I was fairly new to, to all of that. Um, mm-hmm. But so I was posting it just to get this feeling out of this one thing has been carrying me day in, day out through all of my my bad times with my health. Um, mm-hmm. And then. I remember seeing it not doing very well. And I was like, that's no surprise. It's okay, whatever. Oh. Like I, I, I posted it and I was happy that I did it and I felt better. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I woke up and I woke up and it had like, like thousands of views. And I was like, what is oh, going cool. on? Yeah. And then I saw behavior commented in it and I was freaking out being like, oh, I wow. can't even believe they saw it. Like I, I yeah. could not believe it for the life of me. And I didn't know what mm-hmm. to do with myself. So the only thing I thought like would help me was to just put my makeup on and stream and just like yell about it and freak out to other people. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. that was kind of my reaction to it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a really cool video. And if, if I'm a professional podcaster, I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. I encourage <laughs> anybody to watch it. It's really cool. Uh, and then of course, <laughs> um, a few days later, you got your Twitch shirts, right? It was actually that day, which was Oh, crazy. it was that day. Okay. So the first day I posted the video and it kind of did whatever. The next day it blew mm-hmm. up and I was freaking out. I hit the streaming button. I hit go live and I was yeah. freaking out. And as I was just, you know, ranting and, and, mm-hmm. and freaking out, um, I saw a bunch of new people filtering through and a lot okay. of them were like, hi, I'm from behavior and like, hi, I'm a dad. Oh, no and I was way. Like, yeah. So, and they were all, it was like such an unbelievable experience too, because not only were they like being nice, which like, they're all just like such lovely people. Like I, I like I, I love them to death. Um, but they were like gifting subs and like doing all this oh, stuff cool. just to show support. And it was so overwhelmingly sweet. Like mm-hmm. I just, they're all such good people, you know, they're just, they're oh, so totally. good. Yeah. That, I think that's something that gets overlooked in the community quite a bit because, um, you know, I I had on my podcast previously, I had May on the podcast, who's a senior uh, community manager, 
Yeah. And May talked about how, like, they're all human, right? They see the tweets, they see the videos, and it does affect them, positive or negative. Like, the, the of course, the victories that we see in the community, they feel good about that, but they do see a lot of the negative stuff, too. So, Oh, yeah. yeah I think you're touching on something really important. It's important to remember that the people behind this game um they're people right we like should treat them with love and respect people get like that like with surrounding video games in general people become almost so obsessed with video games that they forget that the people who made them like there's people behind the video games so every yeah. comment that they say about any video game ever like it's like they don't realize that there are human beings who had to take so much time and energy just to make this a thing and to like oh, keep yeah. people satisfied too like i can't ex- like i can't imagine the mental exhaustion that goes behind trying to keep people happy all the time oh yeah like, yeah awful yeah i read a quote somewhere and i'm going to misquote it probably but i remember somebody saying like i don't know this the formula for success but i know the formula for failure and that's trying to make everybody else happy because Oof. It's just, that's the way it goes. You can't, <laughs> you can't, yeah, mic drop, right? Yeah. It's not mine. I read it somewhere online and I was like, wow, that's profound. And yeah, that can be applied to everything and personal life, work life, content creation life. It's just, there's always going to be somebody unhappy with what you're doing. Yeah. I feel like um, that's the one thing that chronic illness taught me actually is after I got through kind of like the heavy depression of it all, it made me realize that. Like, am I allowed to swear, by the way? Oh, yeah, you can. Okay, yeah, yeah. great. Because I drop F-bombs all the time and I've been sitting here That's like, fine. I don't. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. Um, nothing <laughs> fucking matters. Yeah. Nothing matters at all. Like, that's why I have, like, no shame at all anymore. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, like, like nothing fucking matters. Because the second mm-hmm. you, like, lose your health, you feel like you've lost everything. So now I like hang on to everything, even if it's something that's embarrassing, like I hang on to everything as tightly as I can, because like so much of yourself changes the moment you get ill and Mm -hmm. there's so much of life that I've missed out on. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think you raise a really good point there. Um, Now you recently passed a really cool milestone. I saw you passed uh, 1000 followers on Twitch. Yeah, that's really we're cool. We're actually very close to fifteen hundred now. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's thank cool. You. What are what are some milestones you've hit along the way that you're kind of like, whoa, this oh, is boy. cool? Like, are there any notable milestones you've hit in your content creation that that make you really proud and? I mean, one K was definitely a big one, mainly because, like, everything's just been happening very quickly. <laughs> Yeah. So I feel like, like, I just, it, it blows my mind that within even a year that I could have even hit 1000 and we actually Mm -hmm. hit it before my one year Twitch anniversary. So I think that's what made me so emotional about it was that we had actually hit it below one year. Um, but also cause yeah, you said that video happened in November. Yeah. It was November 21st. When before that all happened, my uh, CCV was somewhere around like 10 viewers. Okay. And now it's like roughly around like 35. So I just like one of the biggest milestones was just that oh, I cool. even hit 20. 
Like I hit 20 yeah. and I was like, that's nuts. And then I hit 30 and I was like, that's even fucking crazier. Like I don't, I yeah. don't understand it. I don't understand it, but oh, I'm very totally. grateful for it. You know, that's but awesome. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. How do you, how do you block that all out? Cause like, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm like, I'm a very sensitive person when it comes to like what? my numbers and like performance of my content and like, the crazy thing is like when we're talking about like the numbers or followers, like those are people behind all that too. Right. So yeah. how do you, <clears throat> I guess, keep all of that in your head and still try to stay grounded in terms of like where you want to be. And, and, well, and the, the, yeah. the one thing that I actually like, despite me talking about the numbers right now, just because we were talking about milestones, I try not to like, talk about my numbers really at all mm -hmm. mainly because i'm so grateful that i even have people who want to spend time with me at all yeah um yeah. and i think that's the thing that actually keeps me grounded like what you're saying um yeah is that there was literally a year ago that i had nobody i had no friends mm -hmm. like i literally didn't have anybody other than my fiance and like my family um uh. so i was very lonely all the time. And all I wanted was somebody to want to spend time with me. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, just being able to log on and see familiar faces coming into my stream, I think that's the thing that just makes me the happiest. Like I could not grow yeah. for like another year and I don't think I would care because yeah. like just seeing the people come in and and be so nice to me and so loving and supportive, even though they're just like strangers at the end of it. But it gets mm -hmm. to a point where they don't feel like strangers anymore. Like I, I tell all of my viewers who, who come in consistently that to me they they feel like friends because oh, to totally. me streaming is like my social time. I don't yeah. have a social life because I am homebound, so that mm -hmm. is my social life, and yeah. I'm just very grateful that even if my numbers are lower that day, like I, I don't care. It's just that people are coming and spending time with me. It, it means the world yeah. to me. That's amazing. Yeah, I got a really good feeling, uh, especially the first time I went to your stream. And, you know, you just you chatted me up the same way you would the the, the people who are already regulars. So I was like, oh, cool. I feel so like, loved here and welcomed. And I was like, you, you don't always get that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, you don't always get that. And I, I sometimes like I'll do tests, like I'll, I'll just go into a random Twitch stream and uh, I'll sort viewers by low to high and I'll just go into like random streams where there's like less than five people and I'll, tr I'll just say, Hey, Hey, how's it going? What's is it? Are you playing your, is that your, are you a Nia main? Are you Kate main? Yeah. And some people I just like, they just like, I'll see them like reading, you know, you, you can always tell when somebody's reading the messages, right? So yeah. like looking back and forth at the game and the messages, they're like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, Nia, yeah. And then that's it. I'm like, I'm trying to give you something here. Like, yeah, let's, let's have a back and forth. <laughs> it's the small things, like just asking someone how they are, you know? Because, yeah. yeah, like the people who are coming in, I think um, the one way that I've always tried to view it is just like people are looking for, they're not looking for, I mean, actually let me rephrase that some people are on the internet and on twitch and they're looking to just watch a gameplay and nothing more yeah. but i yeah. think the great thing 
about the Dead by Daylight community is so many people are actually looking for a connection. Yeah, that's true. So a lot of the people who come into my streams, like they aren't just simply, or at least from my experience, I won't speak for everybody, but a lot of Mm -hmm. people have come into my stream and like, just like wanted to have just a conversation. They don't come in, ask a question and then dip or whatever. Like they, they they are very clearly looking to just have a nice Mm -hmm. conversation with somebody. Um, so yeah. My brain That's just cool. shut off. <laughs> Chronic <laughs> yeah, illness no. things. I just had a oh, brain fog moment. I was like, there oh, no. was another thought. And then it just oh. was gone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's, hey, it happens to us all. It happens to me. Sometimes I'll be like oh, in yeah. the middle of doing one of these interviews. And I'll have like, I'll be like, oh, cool. I got to ask this cool question. And then the person's talking and I'm trying to listen to them while still trying to maintain that question in my head. Oh, yeah. And then they throw it back to me. And I'm like, oh, there was another yeah, thought there, but so. you just made me forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, Dead by Daylight, cool game, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's another thing I wanted to talk to you about. You're you're also Canadian, right? And I sometimes yes, forget I am. that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm on the West Coast, you're on the East Coast. Um, do you ever feel your like Canadianness spilling into your content? Are you ever conscious of that or does I'm, that even... I'm not even sure because there's, yeah. I think there's only been like one or two people actually who said like, oh, I know you're Canadian because of the way you say about. Oh, Apparently okay. we say yeah. it like a boot. Yeah, that, for real. I think that's like, I, I hope I'm not offending anybody saying this, but like, mm-hmm. I think it's like people with Newfoundland, Newfoundland accents. Oh, like, like a Newfie accent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. got really strong ones. They definitely say a boot. Yeah, yeah but they not, have like not thick, us. thick Canadian <laughs> accents. But that's how they imagine all Canadians, though, is to talk like that. I think so. Yeah. Other than One... that, I think it's just the stereotypical like niceness. Like, oh, you yeah. can tell you're Canadian because you say sorry all the time. Oh yeah, we yeah. do that a lot. Yeah, sorry <laughs> about that. Hey, sorry, sorry. Like, I'll I'll bump my mic. I'm like, oh, sorry, everybody. I bumped my mic. And <laughs> just why are you apologizing? All these. Yeah, all these little <laughs> things. And um, yeah, for me, I say A like all the time. Mm. Um, what else do I do? I don't know. Overall niceness. That's a that's a very Canadian trait. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you about a, a recent stream. This was a few weeks ago, maybe a bit longer. I don't mm. know. Time blends together sometimes yeah yeah you did a really cool nia cosplay how how fun was that to put together oh my gosh i had been wanting to do that for so long um but i couldn't like afford to get all the stuff together especially like the the most expensive thing was the wig like wigs are pretty expensive okay yeah and like decent quality ones because you can get cheap ones that are like 10 bucks but like they just they look god awful um But so I put things on Throne and people were nice enough to like help me uh, fund it and whatever. And it was mm-hmm. so much fun. I, I I plan on doing it again soon. Because, oh, cool. Yeah, it's just like cool to feel like you're you're part of that person for even just a brief yeah. moment, even though you're not that oh, person, yeah. obviously. But it's like a Hannah yeah. Montana moment, you know? Oh, yeah. You put on the wig <laughs> and you're like, all right, it's go time. I'm a new person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the game. Like that level of immersion's got to be elevated. And yeah, yeah you did a fantastic is. job. I was like, Thank whoa, you. you're like actually Nia. Like that blew my mind. I was I was so impressed. I loved it. Unfortunately, yeah. I changed um because that, that recent cosmetic came out with the green hair. 
And I've been waiting for that to come out for like the last two years. So Uh, I don't think I could ever pull that one off because getting the hair (laughs) would be like so hard. Yeah. But yeah. I'll bet. Um, I've got a, also on my podcast, I introduced this maybe an episode or two ago, a section that I like to call uh, explain that tweet. I don't know if you've ever watched, have you ever watched, uh, have you ever watched Hot Ones where they say explain that grand? Yes, I love Hot Ones. It's so good. Okay. So then they show the picture and they talk about the story behind it. Well, this is podcast format. So I've got explain (laughs) that tweet. So I'm going to read you something that, well, I'll just read it to you and you tell me your your reaction. It's funny because I'm like, what could I have possibly tweeted? But honestly, who the fuck knows? So exactly. I I can't remember (laughs) what I tweeted this morning. So I'm sure as soon as I start reading it out, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. A boot. (laughs) Okay. So as we know, I never go out in public slash leave the house because of my illness. I was at the mall today. Someone came up to me and said, I just wanted to say you're like really fucking pretty. And my awkward bean self just stood there <laughs> like, thank you, OMG, and literally blushed. <laughs> yes. So that's oh a tweet. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I haven't gone shopping for myself in like three years. Okay. Um, so I got my first like real Twitch payout and I was like, I deserve to treat myself. I've been working really okay. hard. So my fiance and I went to the mall where it was the first store we went to as well. And mm-hmm. we went in and I was kind of just like wearing one of my stream outfits, basically. Like I had like the, the bold eye paints on that I do. Okay. Yeah. I had the beanie and I was wearing combat boots and okay. very, very, very emo, which is what I'm <laughs> like. And yeah. uh, some girl who was taller than me had long luscious hair like just mm-hmm. stunning stunning fucking woman came yeah. up to me and was like hi i just wanted to say you're like really fucking pretty and i just started <laughs> blushing because i'm human interaction haven't really had much human interaction in person like, oh yeah for very long and so i was yeah. just like oh my oh my god thank you wow oh my god like i didn't know what else to say i was like really thank you wow you're so nice and then um, i was like you're really pretty too and then she left and my fiance came over and i just sat there and he was like your your face is so red and i was like some really pretty pretty girl just came up and called me pretty and i just like it just but like it lifted me up so much like a a nice compliment goes such a long way that's amazing. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've had uh, conversations with um, my friend Audrey about that. I don't know if you follow Audrey. She's a Dead by Daylight content creator. Um, really amazing person. And even if, like, this is for the homies out there, the bros, like, it, anybody, it really. Like, if you notice your partner's made any kind of change, like, it's important to recognize that and like compliment that and just say yes oh hey you know i i noticed you're wearing like different different eyeliner today or your eyelashes look a little different today and uh, it's just that as long as the effort's there uh, it goes a long way (laughs) it really does um my fiance is pretty good with um like, cause he knows I like to do the, the bold colors and stuff. So if I ever try anything yeah. new, he's always the first person to go, Oh, you, you put, you picked a different color today. That looks oh, really cool. good. Actually, oh, right the on. other day I did a red eyebrow for the first time. I was wearing oh, cool. a red beanie and I was like, I want to try yeah. like colorful eyebrows. And he noticed it yeah. right away and was like, that looks so fucking cool. And oh. He's like, he's my hype <laughs> man. 
hides that's me. awesome. Yeah, that's important. That that's I love hearing that because, uh, and again, that's why I love this podcast. Sometimes you don't really have the time to say that while you're streaming, right? Like you may say it once while you're streaming, and then away it goes. Like it's just into the abyss of the vod, and yeah, um, not everybody's going to catch it. So yeah, I love yeah. hearing stories like that. Like that warms my heart because like it just makes me think of my wife and how. We do the same thing, you know, Aww. she'll say, oh, hey, that shirt, you, I like that shirt on you. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I just got this one. <laughs> like, Walmart right. special, you know, yeah. <laughs> $8 on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, like my friend, uh, Audrey, she's been on the podcast before and she, she was in her stream talking about how when girls put on makeup, you know, they get dressed up and. She said it, it's it's not about looking good for the boys. Sometimes it's just not only just for yourself, but it's for the girlies too, right? And Yes. I was like, I've never heard that before, but that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely do it mainly for myself because I spend literally any time that I'm not on stream, I'm I'm a, I'm in full bean mode is what I call mm-hmm. it, and I just I have like a messy bun and I'm wearing a baggy clothes and I I haven't showered like I'm just oh yeah I'm I'm just full (laughs) bean and uh so when I put it on it feels like I'm I'm stepping into my full self again um that's cool yeah no it's like it's kind of like a self-care thing for me because yeah after that I feel so much better about myself and I'm like that's that's the person I remember (laughs) that's great and it's so important to have that when you're streaming right because yes let's face it you're putting your face onto your content it's all you and um yep if you're not feeling like your best self that can be that can be such a tough hurdle to get past right like and i feel like it definitely translates through your content as well i feel like people can tell when you're holding yourself back and that makes mm-hmm. me sad when I see uh, people like that because, like, I just want to see you embrace who you are. I want to see you yeah. feel good about yourself, you know? Like, you have nothing to be ashamed of. Like, people are going to come oh, yeah. to your stream because they love you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. feel your best self and then people are going to be so happy for you, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On that topic, I saw you today during your stream. You were eating Oreos, and I think you, like, <laughs> stuffed a couple of them in your mouth. And I was like, trying to see how wide my face could go. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, like, how people have intrusive thoughts. Oh, yeah. I had an intrusive thought in that very moment where I was just eating Oreos, and I was like, I wonder how wide my cheeks could get if I just shoved two cookies in at the same time. <laughs> and then it we did it. It was hysterical. Yeah, thanks. Because um, I, I do plan on uploading this to YouTube as well. If I remember, I'll put that image in there so everybody oh, can connect God. the dots. And <laughs> It was hysterical. I glanced over because I, I had you up on my second monitor uh, while I was working. And I was just like, what is going on over there? <laughs> you turn your head for two seconds and it's just pure yeah. chaos. Yeah. Just pure anarchy. Yeah. Speaking of chaos and anarchy, you do this channel point redemption thing. And I I, I knew you probably would anticipate I'd talk about this. The oh. prolonged eye contact <laughs> yes. uh, thing. Do you want to talk to people who are maybe not familiar with that and how that came to be and what it is? Yeah. So I am a huge fan of Bo Burnham. 
Um, so it's like outside of Dead by Daylight, the one thing that really got me through, like even before I got really ill, anytime I was like having a down day, I would watch um, Bo Burnham's uh, Make Happy okay. uh, one. And it just it's because he has very silly humor and I'm just like mm-hmm. a very silly person. So I really connect oh, with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love him. And so when yeah. I was making um, like stream redemptions and stuff, I was like, I need Bo Burnham on here. So I was literally just scrolling. I didn't know what I was going to do. And mm-hmm. I saw a prolonged eye contact one. And I was like, yeah. I love it. Like this could be an yeah. interactive thing. I think that would be great. Cause I, I had, I hadn't really done anything interactive stream wise yet. So I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like people would really enjoy that. And I remember yeah. my fiance is my biggest hype man, but yeah. sometimes you know things for yourself. And so I knew it was going to be something good. And he was like, oh, it might be too long because it was a, it's a fairly <laughs> long clip. You it's know? like 15 seconds, I want to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty long. He was like, don't you think it might be a little too long? And I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be on my stream. I don't give a shit. So yeah. I put it on and yeah, like people like immediately like were like, I love this. And now um Burb 3D, he right. literally every time he comes into the stream, that's like his entrance. So he oh, okay. does it to to fuck me up on DVD all the time now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you do it while you're playing and being chased by the killer. And I've clipped you a couple times when you're running from the killer and you're doing the prolonged eye contact and you look right at the camera and you're playing <laughs> DVD and you're like running, you're dropping pallet and jumping through window. Yeah. And I don't know how you do it, but it's got to, you've got some great peripheral vision, I guess. It's lots of practice. And even then, like there's so many times where I immediately mess up. And then there's times where I, I surprise myself. And because most of it, honestly, is luck. I mean, there is the odd time where I'm like, depending on the map, my peripheral vision can be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mainly because, I mean, you play the map so many times and you do that specific thing so many times. Eventually, your eyes get oh, adjusted. Yeah. So True. there's some maps where my eyes are a little adjusted. And I'm like, okay, I can at least go behind this tree and they might miss me or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, but most of it's luck. I'll say that. Most of it's luck. <laughs> People That's are like, funny. you're so good. And I'm like, I'm really not. <laughs> That's me. I'm going like, wow, how'd you do that? And you like stunt, you like hit it dead hard in oh, successfully yeah, yeah. today. And I was like, what the frick? You're like not even looking at your game. You're looking right at the camera the whole time. And it, My it was brain just so funny. in that moment was like, it's now or never. So yeah. I was like, I either hit this dead hard now or and I fail or, or I fail or I don't do it and I fail. So I'm gonna do it either way. <laughs> that reminded me of uh an old TikTok I watched where a girl was playing Dead by Daylight with a steering wheel and she was like spinning a legion <laughs> with her steering wheel. She's like, uh whoa. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Have you seen people do it with the um it's like that dance pad thing? Oh, I have. Yeah, I've yeah, seen clips of stuff like that. Yeah, some people do it with like a that. dance pad. And they do that. Oh, no, wait. Now, which one was I watching? It was Elden Ring. Someone was Elden beating Ring, yeah. a boss with the freaking dance pad. And I'm like, that's too good. Too good. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I can't do it with my controller, let alone yeah. dance pad or playing on their like Guitar Hero guitar. And Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Um. 
Oh, one thing I wanted to talk to you too about uh, just going back to your Twitch shirts. I saw a really cool picture online of a family photo you took with Ghost Arcade and Lexicat. How oh meaningful was that when you, you took that picture? That was like the most random day ever <laughs> because yeah. I've been following Lexi for a while. Um, I follow. I started following her, I think, a little shortly after I started streaming. Um, and she's actually the reason I, I kept with it is because she's also okay. chronically ill. And when I first started, I was getting very like <clears throat> discouraged. Mainly because when I first started streaming, I only did two hour streams because I felt like that was all I could handle. Oh. And I was yeah. getting overwhelmed with like, how am I going to keep this up? How am I going to grow if I'm already tired? So I was kind of confiding in her of like, how do you do it? Oh, and yeah. She was the one who said, don't do schedules that everybody else does. Don't worry about that. Like, do it yourself. Like, do do your own thing and see what works and see what doesn't. So she really kind of pushed me to... Um, to just be experimental and just try different things. Um, yeah. So I had already been following her for a while. Same thing with Ghost. Ghost's phenomenal. He's so funny. Yeah. He's, he's incredible. Oh, yeah. They're both, I just, I love them so much. Um, mm -hmm. So I was watching Ghost on one of my off days and I just got my morning coffee and I just logged into Twitch and I'm sitting at the computer and um he's doing swifts but because he has like a, a channel redemption for it and i noticed i oh, had right. Like, the right amount of points i had been watching and um, they accumulated and i was like you know what yeah. i'm not doing anything i'll try and just yeah. as i hit it lexi did it and i was like oh no way no way and then so we yeah. all have the twitch shirts and they oh, were cool. like who's gonna get tunneled out first <laughs> like so we had some fun games like there were ones where it was very much like getting tunneled or whatever, but we had some fun ones. We had a fun Wesker who was just joking around with us. And then oh, cool. yeah, there's that picture where there was an AFK spirit and oh, okay. it was like the perfect time to just get a, like a family photo shoot. And it was just, it was oh, crazy. that's amazing. Yeah. That's it was such so a good cool. Day. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard it's typically some killers. It's, it's on site when they see the Twitch shirt. Has that been your experience? It's definitely a little bit of both, like uh, mainly the negative side. Yeah, I would say uh -huh. that. Actually, even today I was going against a Bubba and he already was playing very Bubba-esque. But oh, right. um, when he yeah. hooked me, he was hooking, he was hitting me for absolutely no reason. And he got his chainsaw um, and he was hitting me. And then someone unhooked yeah. me and he saved his Mori for me to be like, oh. I Moried this Twitch shirt, girl. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Yes. And what 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 is the Bubba gonna do with that at the end of the day? Like, is it gonna go, hey mom, I, I got it. I married somebody. <laughs> like, what is? I don't get the point of these things. I know that there's like some people, and I've only heard this because of Lexi, where she's been on Reddit before. Like, there's some people oh, who really? are just so petty that they'll post about you on Reddit. So um, I can only assume, even though I try my very best to be a very kind person. Obviously, mm -hmm. sometimes the game can be very infuriating. And I'm more the type of person where you get what you give. So if a killer like smacks me on hook, sometimes if I smack them with a pallet, I'll go, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll be like, no, 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 no. So yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to give you a, a little little spice back, you know. Oh, so yeah. Sometimes yeah. I wonder, you know, if, if someone for some reason put me on there, but I'll never check. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. There's little that can come of it i i actually no. made it on reddit last week when i 
posted the video of how to say Feng Min, how to say her name. Oh now somebody, my god! Somebody took a screenshot of that and said, "I'm never saying Feng." And uh, and some of the comments were just like, "Why is this 50 year old man trying to teach me how to say a name?" And like, but I get that on my TikTok every day. <laughs> so yeah, it's no. Like, so you're used people are to so it. rude. Yeah. So I was getting all these weird comments, and they actually shut the thread down on on the Reddit because good people were being so weird. <laughs> I don't understand. People will find anything to be negative about, really. Like, you're just out here trying to do a good thing, and people are like, no, no. And you're like, well. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, with the internet. Like, you have to build up a thick skin, as I'm assuming you have. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's only natural to have, like, bad days with that, too. Because I definitely, like, 99.9% of the time, I don't give a shit. But... You know, like I'm assuming there's going to come a day where someone might mention something that's, you know, kind of uh, sensitive to me that yeah. is going to bother me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, one one piece of advice I always give people, especially on the podcast, and this isn't the first time I've mentioned it, but like I had an interaction with a friend. I witnessed a friend getting like harassed on Twitter and it was like very relentless, very nasty. And I sent him a message, uh, just to a DM, just to check in. I was like, "Hey, man, are you doing okay? Like, I see all this stuff people are sending you, and I'm like, it's got to be taking a toll on you, right?" And he said, "Like, actually, no, it doesn't bother me at all." He's like, "I don't know who these people are. They don't know who I am." He's like, "If I give them the reaction that they're looking for, they win." He's like, "I'm empowering them by giving them." a negative reaction. So he's like, doesn't bother me at all. I was like, Oh dude, that's, it's like exactly what I needed to hear. (laughs) So for you or anybody else who's listening, hopefully that's something you can take away from this podcast where it's like, Oh, this person with an anime profile picture with no content and no followers and just hundreds of tweets at other content creators saying, the nastiest crap like that always seems to be the people who do it you know yeah they can't even show their face yeah yeah i've got a theory that a number of them have got to be other content creators and that's like their alt account but oh that's the tea yeah that's that's my theory but i could never prove it i I have never thought of that in my life that's wild some people could be that petty though Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. myself included (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) that'll be the day if i ever find out you have an alt account all right what's this bitch saying what's he saying I'll send you a tweet. I do have two, three accounts, but uh, I'll, oh, wow. I'll send you one from my other. But yeah, I've. Anyway, long story. Yes. <laughs> Tell you when you're older. <laughs> um, to, in, in exciting news today, actually, is we might be the first people to talk about it in podcast format. <gasps> Dead by Daylight announced there's going to be a movie. Ugh. How cool is that, right? I'm so excited. Like the fact that I actually I mentioned it on your TikTok that it's the same mm-hmm. people who made Saw. Yeah, yeah. Oh. James Wan, Jason Blum, yes. they're like legends in the in the industry, and yeah. they like the game, they love the game, and they want to make an adaptation. So I'm excited. Like I'm like intrigued to see first of all who they cast. 
Like that's yeah. gonna be weird to see. Like like maybe it's like some famous actors and actresses play our favorite mm-hmm. characters. Oh yeah. Praying praying they give us an alt queen to play Mia. Oh totally. I would love yeah. that. But I'm also I was talking to um I forget who was I talking to. I was talking to someone about it today. But mm-hmm. talking about like either if they're going to um like show us like the OG uh killers or if they're gonna maybe oh, bring right. a new killer and introduce yeah. it that way yeah i would that love would to be. see that yeah yeah because th- this has probably been in the works for quite some time oh, so yeah. working on the logistics of getting the, you know the licensing and everything the the partnership so yep. my biggest biggest wish is that they announce something at the anniversary event related to the movie like Oh my gosh, yeah. Maybe somebody they cast or writer they hired or even the killer they're introduced. I, I don't know. Yeah. But when is the anniversary events again? Usually in summertime. So June, oh, July. Okay, so, thing. It's, so it's not too far off. Yeah. 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 Cool. The, I think they definitely uh that would be really cool. But yeah, the whole community is excited and um yeah, I'm excited to see who they'll get in the movie and how they'll package it as a movie because like you know dead by daylight they're like you know 10 15 20 minute trials so i wonder if it's gonna be kind of like um kind of like a hunger game scenario where like the survivors all end up together somehow and then they end up Mm -hmm. almost like in a game or something i can see that yeah that would be kind of cool I can definitely see that. I can see a format like, um, I don't know if you saw those escape room movies from a few years ago. Yes. Those were, I liked them a lot. Like I thought they were actually really good. I can see Dead by Daylight in that kind of format where. Yeah. These strangers in a room together like, hey, I'm. Hey, I'm Dwight. Are you going to survive? I'm so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. Throw them in an arena because the, you know. Entity will spawn them in, and I don't know. I've got a lot I of ideas. I can't wait to and... see how they do the entity. I feel like, like I'm just gonna be so excited when they see like someone get sacrificed or something. Oh, totally! Oh, yeah, it's gonna be so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll be really amazing. So that's the exciting news for the day, and um, I'll be curious to see like because James Wan is tied in with Saw, like. Are they going to have Pig in the movie? Like, did, well, they'll, oh they'll have the licensing for that. So that would be insane. Amanda could make oh. a comeback in the <laughs> Dead by Daylight franchise. Like, so that many possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And how cool, how big of a mic drop would it be if they're like, we're bringing you a paranormal activity chapter, you know, <laughs> something like that. Like so many cool possibilities. Those movies so, used to scare the absolute shit out of me, dude. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> like the, the, to this day, I can't sleep with my foot out of a blanket. Oh really? I refuse. Yeah. I refuse. I don't care. There is literally like mental trauma from watching those yeah. movies growing up. Oh my God. <laughs> is the, is the scare that maybe somebody will, or something will grab your foot. Yeah. From the or blanket, like, is that it? There's that one part of the movie where I think she's going up the stairs and then it yanks her mm-hmm. literally down the oh. stairs. That too. I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, the, the first movie really got to me. Like I 
I couldn't watch it. Like, I, I'd be, like, watching it like this the whole time. I'd be like, Yeah. <laughs> I get really immersed in movies like that. Yeah, me um, too. What, what other kinds of horror films do you like to watch? Honestly, I'm, like, I'm not, a, like, a huge movie person. I spend okay. most of my time just, like, gaming and watching Twitch. And even, yeah. like, I'm the same way with TV shows. I get very obsessive over things so i either re-watch the same shows like over and over and over, okay. and over again or oh, yeah. i don't want like i don't really watch anything new and if i do mm-hmm. it has to be something like the last of us like okay like yeah. i'm going to dedicate my time to that because it's so good but i do have like a yeah. hard time getting into things so like oh, wise, i i kind of watch anything and everything oh cool yeah okay yeah right on yeah i uh i'm into it all like you probably see some of my movie collection behind me um oh I've my got a god bunch of... why did i just realize that now oh <laughs> yeah i am so I've oblivious got... holy shit dude uh, yeah i've got like 500 blu-rays on that wall and uh, nice big section of it is horror films and wow uh, yeah funny thing is so i wasn't really into like I, I watched them growing up as a kid here and there you know i had that one cool auntie who would babysit for us and rent like all the scary movies we're not supposed to watch and we'd watch them um but i was very i'm still like afraid of the dark and uh so with that growing up i was not really trying to watch horror films yeah uh but when i met my wife uh she's really into them so I kind of had to watch them. You had to dip <laughs> so, your toes into the water first. You had to test the waters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we watched them, all of them together, and we have a lot of fun. And yeah, I, I, I'm definitely a horror buff now. Like I, nice. I even went to like a horror genre film festival for like three, four years in a row. Oh, wow. Uh, down in Austin, Texas. Yeah. And that was a cool experience. I got to meet like Elijah Wood. And, oh um, my god, that's insane! Yeah, bunch of really cool, really like cool people in the industry. Wow. Um, yeah, I used to be an online film critic for a while too, so what? I do like interviews with filmmakers and actors, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've had a movie podcast, I guess, technically for about ten years now. So, oh wow, yeah, it's been long um, time, been a long journey, but yeah, yeah I'm really, really into. As you can see, really into movies. Speaking <laughs> and, of meeting uh, famous people, I have like very, very, very rarely met anybody famous. But there was this one okay. time, and this is to this day, like this is the most fucking I think crazy story I ever had because I, just, I still don't know how it happened. But I used to live in a very, very small town. I grew up in a small town that was populated like I think 200 to 300 people. Okay. It's very tiny. Um, yeah. And we had heard, how old was I? I think I was like nine or 10 at this time. And we heard that there was going to be a movie filming there. And we were like, how? Like this place Uh, is so tiny. How did they even find us on the map? But they came and whatever. And um, I I can't think of his name. Why can't I think of his name right now? But Professor Snape from. uh, Oh, no way. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I'm Alan Rickman. Right now. Alan Rickman, thank you. Yes, wow, Alan Rickman was no there, way. and he used to go to our local diner, and she, like, whoever was there used to make like the best butter tarts. So he would come in, and he would always ask for the butter tarts, 
And there was mm -hmm. one day where we went in and my mom was like, all right, it's now or never. I got to go ask. So she went up and was like, can my daughters get a picture with you? And he was super nice or whatever. So oh, I haven't cool. showed it on stream yet, mainly because I'm yeah. like, I look fucking awful. I look just <laughs> disgusting. But I kind of want to show people it. But we, there is a picture of me and my sister with Alan no Rickman. Way. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah he, it was nice. He was, he was a wonderful, wonderful actor. And yes. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah, I my weird story that I I didn't approach him, but I was at a local hockey game. Uh, it's just um, what do they call it? Like junior hockey, whatever it is. Like it's mm -hmm. you know kids before they go to college and like before they go pro, before oh, they go to the NHL yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So it's a Western Hockey League. Um. You're watching kids like 17, 18 years old. And, uh, you know, they've got scouts and anyway, it's watching this. I'm at this local game. There's maybe a few thousand people in attendance and I'm sitting there and I, I, I see this guy walk in. He's got like a jeans and like a leather jacket. And he, it, I'm like, that guy looks like David Tennant. He's who's from Dr. Who. And, uh, I was like, that guy looks like David Tennant. And this oh, was like, my God. like, our phones and Twitter and all that stuff was a thing at the time, but it wasn't really like that highly publicized. Like I think I even searched like David Tennant and I didn't see any news articles for him filming or anything. I was like, Oh no, it's just a guy who looks like him. But I kept looking through the whole game. I was like, I swear that's the guy <laughs> from Dr. Who. And then like, sure enough, like a year, year and a half later, some show comes out on TV that he shot here in my city. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh. You're that like, was that him. Was he, was, him. <laughs> he was like a few rows away from me. And uh, oh, that's nuts. The funny thing is he's, uh, he's done some really funny stuff online. Like he, um, I think he was in a public place and he took a, a selfie with somebody who had like a doctor who had on or shirt. He's like, they'll never know. And he took a picture of this Doctor Who fan who was behind him. I don't know if he ever did approach that person, but he had like a hat on and like jacket and like kind of looking incognito. Oh, he my just gosh. Took his it's the funniest thing. But imagine being like, that hardcore of a fan and then seeing oh, that yeah. like later on and being like, that was me. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you come say hi? Yeah. Huh. yeah that that's pretty cool though alan rickman that i'm jealous that's that's super cool i mean to be fair i don't remember it at all <laughs> yeah oh yeah no that's yeah. fair especially if you're yeah you're pretty young and yeah um i wonder which movie it was oh now i I'm do curious. know what the movie was called it was called snow cake i know it sounds fake okay. but that's literally what the movie no was way. called yeah okay all right on i'll have to look it up yeah now this is a Dead by Daylight podcast. We really haven't talked a lot about Dead by Daylight. No, we so haven't. So <laughs> I, should, I should ask you a little bit about the game. Yes. Um, I noticed you your builds usually focus on like lockers because you're like a self-proclaimed locker goblin, right? Yes. That's a big part of your content. You want to talk about the, the locker goblin way of playing DVD? The locker goblin experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So... Funny enough, the whole reason I got into Dead by Daylight was because I used to watch, I mean, I still watch them, but they used to stream uh, together. They would play Dead by Daylight. I would watch um, Jason Sully 
and mm. Julian Solomita. And mm-hmm. they would play Dead by Daylight together. And um, they used to do head-on builds. They would they would okay. say, uh, they would call it a poop and loop or something. Right. So yeah. someone would hide in the locker and whatever. And I used to watch yeah. them do that. And it looked like so much fun. Like I, I just, they would laugh and laugh. And I was like, that looks like so much fun. I want to play that game. So then I downloaded yeah. it. And that was like one of the first things I aimed to do was get head-on. Oh, no so way. I grinded until I yeah. finally got it. And uh, for literally like a year and a half, I didn't take it off my build. Wow. Actually, maybe even longer. I just recently yeah. started using Deception, like maybe th- two, two, three months ago. Okay. So before yeah. that, it was like, I refused to take head on off. That was my baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the thing that like introduced me to the game. and. Mm-hmm kind of gave me the mindset of nothing is serious. I'm not competitive. Like I'm just yeah. doing this for the laughs. So yeah, yeah I would usually run um, head on inner healing quick and quiet. And Oh my God, what else did I do? This was before fl- I, uh, I started doing flashbang. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what the fourth part That's- was, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was like, I did like a very, very specific build. And then, yeah, yeah, uh, not too shortly after, I would say like six months after I started using flashbang and I was like, oh, this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) You stun them and then you hit them with the wombo combo and you blind them. Exactly, the wombo combo. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, so I started doing that. And then recently, and I don't know why it took me so long to try Deception because I watched the queen herself, Lexi Cat do okay, yeah. deception she literally has a build named after her called the lexi tech and that okay. is um basically like part of my build and uh deception is basically mm-hmm. what it is but it's like a locker goblin build as well so i would yeah. watch her do the deception and pointing at a locker and being like oh, right, oh there's yeah. somebody in there <laughs> yeah absolute queen um yeah. so i just started recently doing it and now i can't look back like because it saved me in so many chases Mm -hmm. which i didn't expect because i've only ever seen it from the point of view of i'm just memeing i've never actually seen it like work in loops and stuff so i'm having like a really good time using it just to get out of chases but also when i feel like all else has failed and i'm gonna die anyways i'm like i'm gonna go out with a bang so then i'll do it and i'll be like there's somebody (laughs) in there That's so that's such a good feeling too when you hit deception, you round the corner and then you hear the locker open and you're just like, ha, you idiot, you fell for my trap. I have a TikTok <laughs> that I posted, I think, last week, and I was playing against Trickster. And we were on oh, cool. the, the Borgo map. And mm-hmm. there's like this part where there's like double lockers, and I was trying to run away from him, and I deceptioned one and I went to loop around because it was a very small area. And I looked mm-hmm. around, and when I came back, he was trying to, like, fake out at the locker. Oh. Because he thought I had head on. <laughs> and yeah. I wasn't even there. So I was, like, standing yeah. around the corner, and he checked it. And then mm-hmm. he went to go check the other locker. And I was literally just standing there in plain sight at that point. Because I'm like, you look yeah. like a fool right now. <laughs> yeah. And then he checked that one, too. And he went the other way, so he didn't see me standing directly oh. there. No way. Oh, my gosh. There is no better feeling than, yeah, like you're standing there watching them make a fool out of themselves. Oh, totally. (laughs) That's hilarious. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Boost my serotonin. 
Exactly. That it gives you the boost you need. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite killer or killers you like to stun because it's funny, like the sounds oh. they make? Like Yeah, I love the Wraith noise, like his scream. Okay. His scream has it's been rawr. my favorite since then. Yeah, like because even when you blind him, yeah, he's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. But it's more of like a, like a literal scream. Like it's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's something silly about it, but it's also kind of cute. It's like, oh, it sounds yeah. like he's stubbing his toe or something. Oh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, shit. It's a it's a it's the sound I make when I stand up and my back feels kind of weird. I'm like, Ugh! oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm joking. <Yes. laughs> but um, yeah, that's yeah. I, Watching you get those head-on saves and the, and the or head-on stuns in the locker plays—that's uh, something I definitely noticed right away. When it's uh, so much and you, fun, you even have like merch, right, for Locker Goblin. I do, and you know what's funny is I forget about it all the time, even though I own it, because mm-hmm. I—that's the one thing that's come with content creation that I am having a very hard time doing—is because I'm like. I'm not shy in the sense where I can't talk to people, but I'm shy when it comes to promotion and like having to like make money and whatever. Like I don't do well with that because I don't want to feel like I'm forcing people to do something. You know what I mean? Even though it's obviously their choice, but like, so I remember I promoted it like at the very beginning and then I kind of just stopped because I was like, Mm -hmm. well, people know it's there, but it's like, Sarah, oh, how how are they gonna know it's still there? How are new people gonna know it's there if you're not even talking about it? You know, so yeah. sometimes I forget, but I do have merch. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like I, I think you like the most the people who are the most successful at content creation are the people who are just always like. By the way, you know, check um in in the. Like you're watching a YouTube video. All the like, plugs. By the way, you know, yeah, yeah, all the plugs are there. They yeah. they hit it every time. So yeah. I know what you mean. Like you don't want to be like upselling too much, but at the same time, like yeah. uh, call to action, I think from time to time is essential. It's the same so. thing with um, like the Fog Whisperer program. I see, like mm-hmm. I saw like Ghost Arcade, like go at it and mention it all the time. Cause like he wanted it yeah. so bad. Um, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to talk about it too much. Cause I feel like I'm being like oh. overwhelming or annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel yeah. the same way about like my merch or anything. Like I, I just, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm being annoying almost. Oh yeah. I, I hear you on that. Yeah. But anybody listening will tell you you're, you're I've never felt that you're being annoying for anything. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate you do. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nicest thing I could say. Yeah. <laughs> um, another big part of your content, and it's part of the reason why I wore my, we call them toques here in Canada. Oh, the beanie. Yes. You've, you've got quite a strong collection of beanies. We'll say beanie because most of our audience is American. I feel um, like I... Um, it is toque, and I know that it's toque Canadian, but yeah. I think the reason I, like, somehow started actually saying beanie is because, like, when I was in high school, the beanie was, like, the ones that drooped. They would call those oh, ones yeah. the beanies. So, yeah. like, every time I just see a hat that, like, is, looks relatively like it, even though, like, this mm-hmm. is more of a toque, I call them all beanies now. Yeah. And people have yeah. said that, too. They're like, isn't that, like, like uh, American? And I'm like, well, it, it, whatever. It's a hat. Just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yes i have yeah. lots i have 
13, I believe. Oh, 13. Wow. That's yes. that's impressive. And I'm looking for more. It's not going <laughs> to stop. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. The, I like your red one. The one uh, it says like oh. behavior on it. That yeah. one's super cool. That one's one of my um, favorites. Yes. Yeah. I've got like, I, I don't know. I, I went through a phase, but I, I do wear them all the time. Like, especially during winter time, of course. Yes. I've got maybe six to eight or something like that. And this, this is my favorite one. I told you about it while you were It looks very cozy. Today. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very comfortable and. It's got sentimental value too. So I like the way it looks, but it helps that there's like some sentimental value behind it too. So yes, I yeah, get that. Um, when I got yeah. the when I got gifted the behavior beanie, I wore it every day for like a week because I was just oh, like, that's awesome. look at it, it's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um well, I, I don't want to keep you for too long. Um, uh, I do want to before we as we wrap things up here though give you a chance to talk about your content, like where people can find you. You're on Twitch and TikTok and Twitter. Um, any, yeah. anything, any codes people get, can enter to get delicious drinks. Wow. Uh, now's your time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now's yeah. your time. So Twitch is like my main thing. So if anybody wants to find me on Twitch, it's just some punkster. Um, okay. I do make TikTok content. So that's, that's just some punkster as well. If anybody wants to follow me on TikTok, um, as for codes, um, I just recently partnered up with rogue rogue energy. Yeah. Um, and the main thing that I am trying to encourage people to do is if there's anybody who's chronically ill, who's listening and they need um, electrolyte replacements, like I do, they have like mm -hmm. an incredible hydration line. And one of my okay. favorite flavors is raspberry peach. It tastes like okay. the, the the nerd candies. Oh, no way. It's so okay. good. So yeah. um, if anybody wants to get that, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I really am encouraging like other chronically ill people who, who do want to get it because they can get it at a discounted price and it's a lot more mm -hmm. accessible. Um, so yeah. my code is punkster08 for 20% okay. off. Cool. Um, yeah. And other than that, um, I am going to be starting filming Saved by the Fog next week. I am going to be cool. filming um, like my story and how mm -hmm. I found Dead by Daylight and and, and just yeah. more information about my illnesses. So um, you can find that on YouTube. I'm going to be posting everything oh, on cool. YouTube. So if people want to yeah. follow me on YouTube and subscribe, that's just some punkster as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's about it. That's that's all my stuff. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Thanks for sharing that. I have one more question that I forgot to ask way at the beginning. Oh, no sweat. Your, your name, just some just some punkster. What's yeah. the story behind it? Wow. Um, so <laughs> what's it's funny because it's almost a very underwhelming answer. So okay. no, I mean, fine. obviously, like my aesthetic is very punk-esque. Um, I'm I'm kind of like the as people call it the elder emo. Um, so I've always yeah. like really enjoyed like pop punk music. That's kind of been my, my thing. Um, but when I was coming up with a username, I was like, okay, like what, what am I like? What, what was What would be a good username for me? And I was like, I'm just some fucking person. I'm just, I'm just some yeah. person, you know? Yeah. So then I was, I'm yeah. just some punkster. I'm just the punk out here trying to cause chaos in the fog, <laughs> you know? So that was yeah. kind of just how I came up with it. I was like, I'm just a person just out here doing my thing, you know? Yeah. So, 
that's kind of just where it came from, where it originated. That's from. awesome. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, sometimes it's just the simple things, right? Like, um, yeah. Doesn't have to be a deep, you know. So I was out in a walk one day and yeah. Very <laughs> stars were twinkling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw a sticker just... on a bench and yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. Well, I, I want to thank you again for doing this, for making the time. I, I really appreciate it. When I'm doing these interviews for Red Rank Podcast, it's my all-time favorite thing to do when it comes to content creation. Like, I love streaming. I love creating TikToks. I love getting conversation going. But this right here, I think this is the good stuff where we can get to know each other and hopefully my my community, your community, uh, will learn more about you and more about me. And I think that's a big win. So yeah. thanks again for doing this. Of course. My favorite thing about any of these things is just connection. So actually being able, because we've known each other for a little while now. Yeah. But being able yeah. to actually like sit and like look at you and have a genuine conversation with you. Oh, yeah. Like, that fills my cup. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank totally. You for just like having time <laughs> to just talk to people. I appreciate it. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very much for the chat. Yeah. Anybody listening, thank you very much for, for listening to Red Rank Podcast. Definitely make sure you subscribe, rate the show, um, drop some likes uh, on any platform you're listening to. It helps us with the almighty algorithm and, uh, Thanks very much for for listening. If you made it all the way through, thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, night, whatever, whatever the case may be. Take care. Thanks for listening.